Hi, this is Dr. Kimberly Leonard, and you're listening to Incredible Life Creator Podcast. My guest today is Amanda Wright. Amanda Wright is the owner of CrossFit Lanier, a marathon runner, a mom, wife, biker chick, CrossFitter, and stand-up comedian. She struggles with ADHD, anxiety, alcoholism, and self-worth. However, she's a badass and has um, not and will not let any of her struggles keep her from a life full of happiness and fulfillment. Welcome to the podcast, Amanda. Thank you, Kimberly. Yes, and I am so excited to interview you today. So uh, Amanda is my CrossFit coach at CrossFit Lanier, and CrossFit for me has been, I have to say, a lifesaver. It's it's something that people think, well, it's just exercise, and it's these people doing these stupid things they shouldn't be doing. And the the thing is, I'm probably one of the oldest people at the gym now and um crossfit gives you a community to go to crossfit um, gives you friends who really support and love you and when you're not at the gym they check on you and say hey what's happening and um not only that it's allowed me to stay healthy and fit and flexible as i'm getting older And the other thing is I've always been kind of shy, even though I'm doing this now, but I had to develop myself to do this because I was shy. Um, You know, just like we said in in your, in your bio, um, I'm, I'm always sweet and too nice and people think, oh, she's so sweet. But when I'm at CrossFit, I feel like a badass. So that's my time (laughs) I can go in and I feel confident. I feel good. And I feel like I can do anything. So Mm First of all, thank you for having CrossFit Lanier and having a place for me to go. And um, it, it's, like I said, it's part of my life that I don't want to ever be without. Awesome. Yeah, we yeah. love having you there. Well, thank you. Yeah. So um, just so people can get to know you as a person, uh, tell us your story, how you started out, how you got to be doing what you're doing now. Okay. Um, so I think it was like January, February of 2016, I was, um, sitting on the couch, going through my phone, looking at photos through the holidays. And as I was going through the photos, I ran across this one photo of this woman in my kitchen baking with my daughter. And it struck me. So I'm like, who's this woman in my kitchen baking with my daughter? And, uh, it was this very overweight woman. And after my feathers got ruffled, I then realized that that woman was me. And uh, for the first time in my life, I was unrecognizable to myself. And uh, I just remember that sinking feeling that, oh my God, that's me. You know, I, how did I get to this point? You know, at that point I was 35 years old and I was about 30, 35 pounds overweight. And uh, I was drinking quite, quite a lot. At that point, I had a three-year-old daughter and eight-year-old son, and um, I had just became a stay-at-home mom and was just really unhappy with myself. And that picture was a slap in the face. 
And it just so happened that later that day, as I'm scrolling through Facebook, an ad pops up for CrossFit Lanier, you know, women's only six week challenge. And I was like, all right, well, I got to do something. And I keep hearing about this CrossFit thing, which at first I thought was like a, a religious affiliation for people to work out. <laughs> that was just my <laughs> assumption. Of cross- I didn't know anything about CrossFit. And um, so I, I decided to sign up and I walked in the door and I was, I was so ashamed of my weight and where I had come that I actually wore like a waist trainer, uh, a Spanx to work out in, which is not a smart idea because as you know, CrossFit, there's a lot of heavy breathing (laughs) and you need to be able to breathe. But I was, I was embarrassed and, um, and, and felt so much shame. And so I walked in the door and there were 12 other women that were very much like me. And so I, you know, I worked out and it was very humbling because I've always been strong and I've loved sports. I wrestled in high school. I played soccer. Um, weightlifting was my favorite class. And I get in there and I couldn't do a push up and I couldn't do a sit up and just basic things. And I look over on the other side of the gym and I saw women older than me um, and even heavier than me doing a rope climb and, and doing these things. And I'm like, they, they're, they're unicorns. You know, I'll never do this. You know, I'd just be happy to get a damn push up. You know, I couldn't imagine myself climbing a rope. Um, but I fell in love. I fell in love with what CrossFit stood for. You know, they weren't just about, okay, you know, work out. Um, the movements were about, you know, functionality and the importance of how the movements that we were doing uh, correlated over to life. Just like, you know, deadlifts, you know, why would I do a deadlift or why would I squat? And why are they so anal about the way I squat? But, you know, and then you go to Costco and I pick up that giant bag of, of dog food and I'm power cleaning this dog food and, you know, when grown men are around going, you know, dang girl, <laughs> but that's why we're doing it. I want to be 65 years old and power cleaning a big pack of dog food. Right. So I love that part of it, but I also loved that, um, it was very community driven, like every, people encouraged me. And yet, you know, I remember being humiliated, doing Russian twist, moving the weight back and forth, not being able to pull my feet off the ground to do that movement was really embarrassing. And the lady next to me, Carol Lombardo, goes, don't worry, you will get it. And, and she was right. It was uh, the very next week I was able to get my feet off the ground. And so that progression really encouraged me. And all of a sudden, I started feeling better about myself. And I started seeing, you know, fat loss and muscle gain and becoming stronger. And so after that six-week class, that was it. I was like, right, CrossFit's my thing. I'm in. And it started to turn my life around. Um, I started really uh, getting into competitions and, uh, you know, really losing the weight. And everybody, if I wasn't there for a couple of days, like you said, they would check on me, where you at, what's going on. And so it started becoming life changing. And eventually I realized that doing CrossFit hungover was terrible. So, uh, I, I ended up cutting out drinking and at that point I didn't really realize how bad my drinking problem was. 
Um, but I decided, no, okay, I'll cut out drinking so I can get the rest of this weight off and get stronger. And so I did, I quit drinking for almost six months. And in those six months, I went from 30 pounds overweight to having abs and competing in competitions and climbing that rope and debt, you know, deadlifting twice my weight and, um, really, really becoming the athlete I never thought I could be. And, um, abs, I, I I was at that point 36 and had abs, like never, and I've had two kids, never what I thought would I ever have, you know, those muscles visible anyways. Um, and, uh, and I, I told Bruce and Luann who were the owners of CrossFit Linear at the time, I was like, if you ever sell this gym, if you ever decide to retire, I want it. And, um, they kind of laughed me off, but I knew that I wanted this. And, uh, so I, I things were going great. And then after about six months, I thought that I, you know, that since I'd gotten to where I wanted to be that I could start drinking again, because, you know, if I can go six months without drinking, then clearly I'm not an alcoholic and, um, and I would just control it better this time. And so I went on a trip to Vegas and I drank and thought, I'll just drink on the weekends. I'll just minimize it to that. And, uh, it did not happen that way. Uh, once I cracked that bottle open, it's like, it all came back. You would think that my um, tolerance would reduce. It did not. <laughs> and uh, it, it just escalated. And so very quickly, I found myself, you know, at first I was able to maintain CrossFit and maintain my level of drinking. And, but the drinking just continued and it escalated. And I started being able to drink more. And instead of going to CrossFit like five days a week, I was dropping down to like four and then three and then two. And then next thing you know, I'm not showing up anymore because I'm too hungover or I'm partying too much. And so come 2019, I took a break from CrossFit with all kinds of excuses. I was going through a divorce and you know, I, I couldn't afford it. And, you know, all these legitimate excuses I had, but truth be told, if I would have cut out alcohol, I would have had the time and the money, but I chose alcohol to get through that tough spot in my life. And so it only escalating at worst in May of 2020, I had now gone up 40 pounds. So not only did I lose the 30 and got abs, I gained the 30 back plus 10 and, uh, my habit of drinking a bottle, half a wine turned into easily two bottles plus, and, uh, I just woke up May 4th, 2020 and looked in the mirror and I looked like an alcoholic. My face was red. I wish my my hands were shaking. I was extremely overweight. I couldn't walk up the stairs without getting dizzy. Um, I just, and I was so ashamed of myself. And I just didn't want to be that person anymore. On top of the fact that in March of 2020, I went through something really traumatic, probably the most traumatic thing I'd ever been through in my entire life. And due to the scenario and situation, I can't actually talk about what happened for legal reasons, 
but because there's legal things behind it, I couldn't tell anyone. Um, so I had to go through it alone and go through my life with this very traumatic thing. And I knew that I would not ever be able to heal from that trauma while drinking. And so between the immense amount of weight that I gained and the traumatic experience, I knew I had to make a change and I was done. And uh, so I hung my head and walked back into CrossFit May 6th of 2020. And that was one of the hardest things I ever did because those people haven't seen me in a year. And the last time they saw me, I was like a size four. Mm-hmm. And now I'm size 14. <laughs> and um, it was really humbling and humiliating. And I, I didn't want to walk in that. I, I, I said what so many people, so many members that I hear say, I just want to lose some weight first before I go back. You know, and I, and I told myself that I'll, I'm going to lose some weight before I go back. And one of the members who I actually introduced across the linear came to me and was like, no, just go, just go. Don't put it off. I was like, I know she's right. And so I went and no one went, oh my God, what happened to you? Oh, wow. You've lost so much weight. Everyone was so happy that I was back and it welcomed me back. And, you know, and I hung my head in shame. I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to do this and this. And I've lost my strength and, and you'll get it back. You'll bounce back. You always do. It's what you do. Everybody reminded me that, oh yeah, that, that is what I do. That's right. I bounce back. And, um, so I did. And so now it's almost, uh, so a year and seven months sober. And I'm now the owner of CrossFit Lanier because I did not leave Bruce and Luann alone. I continued to bug them about buying their gym. And I finally broke them down enough to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, just, you know, and people say CrossFit is a cult or, you know, they have all their, you know, you're going to get hurt and all these things. And the truth is, you know, when you go in and you do things that you never thought you'd be capable of doing, not only does it change, you know, your physical health, it changes your mental health. You know, if, if I, you know, if I could only climb that rope and then I do climb that rope and you go, I never thought I could do that. What else can I do? What else am I capable of? And when you leave that, you know, brick and mortar, and you feel like a badass, that correlates into the rest of your day. You know, you feel like a badass. You left there feeling good about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so what else, what else can I do? Or I am capable of this, or I, you know, I am strong. And if I'm physically strong, I can be emotionally strong too, or it just, it really translates over. And, um, you know, if it wasn't, for CrossFit and and the people involved, I wouldn't, I don't think I would be sober right now. I don't think I would have been able to get through the trauma that I got through. You know, I walked in that gym in May of 2020 and no one in that gym knew I was going through trauma. No one knew. I I never said a word. Um, They still don't know, (laughs) but they got me through it and they don't realize it. But all those people coming in, being excited to see me and encouraging me. And uh, they got me through the darkest hour of my life and helped keep me sober. And they don't have a clue. So, um, yeah, that's I just I knew that I wanted to be a part of this 
because it's bigger than me. And if this has changed my life and helped me become a stronger person and believe in myself, because all my weaknesses and alcoholism and everything that I struggle with in life all comes down to the fact that I didn't believe in myself. You know, I didn't have that confidence. I wasn't good enough, you know? And if, if it can change me and change the way I see myself, I definitely want to be a part of other people's growth and see, you know, people like yourself, you know, I remember you coming in and you were so shy um, and, and timid. You came across as very timid when you first came in and I watched you, you know, end up staying later and doing a double workout and, you know, seeing those weights go up, you know, you starting with a really light power plane and I, and it continued to grow watching your transformation is such a wonderful gift. And so that I had to be a part of that. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you are there and, you know, keeping the dream going for CrossFit Lanier. And thank you so much for being so open and authentic and, you know, really raw telling us, you know, your story and, you know, cause so many people struggle with those stories and, and they like you, they're having to deal with them alone. A lot of people are having to deal with those things alone and it does make it really, really difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, I just wanted to talk about, you know, CrossFit in general. So first of all, I'd like to talk about some of the things, some of the misconceptions people have about CrossFit. What are some of the things people use to say why they're not going to go to CrossFit? I mean, I've heard, you know, all sorts of things. <laughs> I thought you said we only have yourself, an hour. Things like that. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the misconceptions you hear people say is, oh, well, I hear, you know, you do CrossFit, you get hurt. Well, you know, if you walk into LA Fitness, you can get hurt. Um, and let's be honest, you can get hurt, especially as we get older, um, rolling out of bed the, the wrong way. Um, but really, yes, people do get hurt at CrossFit, but most of the time that people get hurt, it's due to honestly not listening to your coach or, you know, not making the best decisions. You know, we teach you how to do the movements properly. We give you the formulas. Um, and, and if you do the movements properly and, and you listen to your coach, then, you know, we have your safety and your health and our, you know, in mind at all times. But, you know, one accidents who do happen. So if you're in the middle of CrossFit wad and you're tired and you're not listening to your body and you do a box jump, you can miss that box and you can scrape up your shin and you can get hurt. Um, but we teach you the proper movements and we teach you and, and make suggestions as coaches. Hey guys, you know, this, this wad is meant to be a cardio wad a wad workout of the day. It's meant to be cardio. And so while there may be deadlifts in it and there may be wall balls and running, um, you know, we'll go light. This is meant for cardio. So put lighter weight on your bar 
and you should be able to do this unbroken. Well, if you're the type of person that goes really heavy and puts way more weight on it because you, you know, want to look a certain way uh, on the board, then you're, you're liable to get hurt. You're liable to get hurt. You didn't listen to your coach. You put more weight on the bar than you were supposed to, or that you should have. And, um, and then now we have someone with the hurt back. So, you know, sometimes if, if you're worried about getting hurt, it is a good idea to maybe know to check your ego at the door when you come in, you know, and you have to be sensitive with that because a lot of people don't like hearing that or they don't want to hear you shouldn't put such weight, heavy weight on the bar. But at the same time, we don't want you to get hurt. We want you to, you know, hit the stimulus that is meant for that workout. And so if you come in and you listen and you, you know, do as your coach suggests, then it's a good possibility you won't get hurt. But I mean, if you go to the gym, LA Fitness, and you're doing sit-ups and you didn't, you know, warm up or you're doing deadlifts there and you didn't warm up properly or doing too much weight, you can get hurt there as well. So that is a, a common misconception. Uh, I've been doing CrossFit since, you know, 2016, and I have been hurt once, and I was being stubborn and, uh, and, and stupid. It wasn't anybody's fault but myself, and it was a very minor injury. I strained a muscle in my shoulder, and I was fine within a week. But I learned that lesson to check my ego at the door <laughs> um, to prevent from getting hurt. So it's you cannot get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's ego and sometimes you're just getting really excited, you know, as you're getting better and better at things, you're like, oh, maybe I can just push myself a little bit more. And sometimes mm -hmm. we want to, we just want that number. Like you said, that number on the board where we're keeping track of how well we're doing, mm -hmm. we're just like, if I can just do it another five pounds, you know, I can, I can have a higher um, personal record, you know, I can just, yeah. you yeah. know, it's, it's just, it's, it's really exciting. Uh, the good thing about um, CrossFit is that it allows you to push yourself at the level you're at. You start where the level you're at, but it allows you, you to push yourself little by little and increasing and getting better and better. And that's great for uh, self-confidence. The other thing I really love about CrossFit is that um, I always, uh, learned from the beginning that you always finish the workout. So if it's a workout where we're, we're running a mile, I don't care if I have to crawl back, but I'm going to finish that mile. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to stop and not finish the mile. I'm going right. to, I'm going to finish the race. Even if I have to walk it, even if I have to do it without weights, just pretend mm -hmm. I'm wearing, you know, using a weight but I am not going to stop until I finish. And I think it's so important because so many of the, of the concepts and life lessons you learn in CrossFit transfer directly into life. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you, when you're programmed to not quit, the same thing happens in life. All right. When things get tough, you don't quit. Yeah. And, and, you know, that is, that's another misconception as well with, with CrossFit is, you know, people go, oh, well, you know, cause you, you see CrossFit, you hear CrossFit, and, and if you're watching, you know, through Facebook or any social media outlets, what you're seeing usually is CrossFit athletes, professional athletes, 
doing these muscle ups and, you know, climbing a wall with pegs and doing some really intense stuff. And people go, oh no, yeah, that's not for me. And, you know, they don't realize that CrossFit is infinitely scalable. Um, It doesn't matter how old you are or, you know, if you have any, you know, disabilities or what your weight is, it's infinitely scalable. And so if you go in and, you know, there are muscle ups in the workout, you know, which is pulling yourself, uh, pulling, doing a pull up and pulling yourself up over the bar, that doesn't, you know, mean you can't do that workout right? It's scalable. So you can do ring rows, you can, you know, do straight leg raises, there's all kinds of different movements that you can do, still working those same muscle groups. But it will build you up stronger, you know, like, like the rope climb, I looked at that and was like, I'll never do a rope climb. And, and so I started out and they're like, we don't have to do a rope climb, you can just do, you know, the seated you know, pulls. And so I'd sit down on the ground, grab the rope and just pull myself up into a standing position. And that's where I started. And eventually I was able to wrap my feet and do one or two pulls. Eventually that turned into three. And then one day I climbed to the top of that rope. It took me over a year, but that's okay. I progressed. And if you progress and you never do a muscle up or you never do a rope climb, if you've progressed into you know, one or two pulls, then you, you know how to do that movement and you've done what's important, you know? So everything is scalable. Everything is, you know, my, my mom came in at 62 years old. And while I may not have been able to put a barbell in her hand, I was able to put dumbbells and she was able to do all the workouts that everybody else was doing. She used dumbbells and that's okay. And no, and the nice thing about CrossFit is no one's going on like, you know, they're only using dumbbells or everybody's so encouraging. They want you to be there. They want you to succeed. And truth be told, none of us are trying to get our muscle ups, you know, and be these professional athletes. We just want to be healthy and get stronger. And I remember it was such a success to me when my mom came to me after about two or three months of CrossFit, she was so excited because she could open her own pickle jar. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, I, I, she called me. She's like, I, I opened my own pickle jar today. I didn't have to go to the basement and ask your dad to open it for her. She was, that was huge for her, but that's the whole point of CrossFit, right? It's functional fitness is things transferring over from what we're doing in the gym to real life scenarios. And for a 60, you know, some, some odd woman to be able to open a pickle jar that's brand new, those are hard to open in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, that was a proud moment. And so and that's the point. That, that's the point. And so, you know, I, I hate that some people see CrossFit as a whole and go, oh, yeah, that's that's not for me. But that's like, you know, looking at ice cream and going, yeah, nah, that's not for me. I don't like that before ever trying it. <laughs> um, but so that, that's another misconception is exactly. understanding you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I started my CrossFit journey before CrossFit linear several years ago at CrossFit Canton with Matt Pierce. Oh yeah. And I remember, um, you know, people worry about, well, they're going to get hurt, but we would use these, um, just really light bars, almost like a broomstick bar. Mm-hmm. And we would, he would go over the movements and he would make us practice them with these bars that had 
literally almost like air, no mm -hmm. weight. And um, we would just practice the movements one step at a time over and over and over again, sometimes for 10 minutes before he even let us put a weight in our hand. So mm -hmm. he was making sure that we were safe, that we knew how to do the movement, because when you do the movement correctly, you don't get hurt. Mm -hmm. so when you do it incorrectly or put too much weight or have your body in the wrong position, because doing the movement correctly has to do with body alignment and having, you know, everything lined up and doing the exactly the movement, the way it goes. And then, and then you don't get hurt. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. we do love training with our PVC pipes. Yeah. They're weightless and, uh, they, you know, muscle memory is a big thing. You know, once you teach your body and your muscle, what we're doing here, as you start adding weight and very quickly, people start to realize that it, it's, um, you know, it's form, it's form. You're a lot of times it's not necessarily the weight that's on the bar. It's, you know, it's your form that really gets the weight up there and you really surprise yourself. Yeah. And I just have to say a plug here for something from my background. So many people know I'm a behavioral optometrist, which I'm not going to go into what that is, but basically we're working with people's vision, brain movement. And, um, whenever you learn something novel like CrossFit, where you're having to learn those movements that your body is, it's kind of feels weird, like not necessarily uncomfortable, but it's like, it feels weird. Just like if you always put your pants on with your right foot first, and this time you decide to put your left leg in first, that mm -hmm. weird, strange feeling. Whenever you're doing that, you're building brain pathways. And so I think it's so good for uh, people like me who were on this second half of life, um, where, you know, you, you're worried about losing your cog cognitive skills, memory skills, things like that. Um, CrossFit is great for, um, new learning for, for building brain pathways for making you more able in life overall. Mm -hmm. And you just, you know, it's, and like you said, it's, you're, you're stronger physically, you're more flexible, you're cognitively, mentally better, emotionally, you feel better because you have the confidence mm -hmm. and you just feel good about yourself. And of course, on top of that, the community that just supports and, and, and helps. And, you know, I have a book um, I wrote called visualizing happiness in every area of life. And I did a lot of research on what makes people happy. And one of the most important things is you have to feel like you're part of a community. You have to feel needed that you're part of a community. And at CrossFit, people feel that way because first of all, they're supported by other people, but also they realize that part of being the part of that community is that they are to support other people. So then everyone feels needed. Everyone feels supported. And what better way to have an incredible life than to have something like that in your life? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, it, again, it was, it, that's why the community was a big part of me turning my life around because, you know, my dad always made the, you know, the dad saying you lay with dogs and you get fleas. And that is so true. It is so important. I believe to surround yourself by people wanting to better themselves. Um, you know, cause when I quit drinking, 
I, one of the reasons I was afraid to quit drinking is because I was afraid I was going to lose a large group of friends that I've been friends with for a very long time. And I was right. I did lose those friends. And now I realize that that was be- the best thing I could have done. You know, those, those, those friends were also, you know, struggling with drinking problems and weren't encouraging of bettering self, you know, we're more encouraging of let's party, which wasn't getting me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you walk, uh, walked into CrossFit and those, you know, everyone there are, they're there to be better, better themselves, you know, and, and also encourage you to be better. And, and so when I made that switch and like, kind of let that part of my life and those friends go and fully committed to CrossFit and the friendships that I've made. Uh, I've now surrounded myself with people who are striving to be better, not just physically, but, you know, they, you know, I read more. I, you know, uh, I ran my first marathon, like these people that I do CrossFit with, there's a bunch of runners and they're like, Hey, come, you know, do this trail run with me. And next thing you know, I'm signing up for a trail run every weekend. And then bam, I run a marathon. Hmm. You know, these people are encouraging me to do better things in my life. You know, I, I was introduced to David Goggins book, uh, can't hurt me by, you know, Mark, Mark Corbett, one of our members at the gym was like, Hey, you got to read this book. That book was life-changing for me. You know, it's one, it's one of the reasons I ended up running the marathon is because I read that book, you know, things that I, I wasn't doing in my life before is because of this community, you know, so we surround yourself with people, you know, what is also saying you don't want to be the smartest person in the room, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, I'm filled, I'm in a room full of people who are smarter and more athletic than me. And it's great because I'm striving and I learn more and work harder because of that. So it's, uh, it's a great community. People don't realize what, you know, how awesome it is to be a part of a community like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we started out, you were telling us our story, your story about, you know, how, when you came back to the gym, you were going through a lot of personal um, tr- trauma, drama, things going on and, you know, now here you are not that much, hasn't been that long. You're the owner of linear, you know, CrossFit linear. And how has this changed your personal life, your relationship with your kids, your, um, intimate relationships. And we talked about when we just, before we came on that, you got a new kitty and animals are important in your life. So tell me how that has affected that and how it's different for you now. Um, it's had a huge effect. Um, you know, it it hurts me to say this, but I've accomplished more in the past year and a half than I have in the past 15 years. And, you know, and and I know I need, I should be proud of myself because I have accomplished a lot in the past year and a half. Um, you know, (laughs) my drinking problem kicked in around 26, 20, 26 and 28 is when I really started drinking. And, uh, you know, I just, I didn't have a lot of personal growth, you know, what's the, one of the sad things about addiction is it, it stops growth, physical, emotional, it, it, it stops, it stops growth. And so I just kept staying in the same place and couldn't understand why things were getting, you know, better 
and it was just everything was repeating itself. And when I when I finally made the permanent decision to to set the bottle down, I, I how I feel one is uh, a whole new world, but um, I uh, I feel awake. You know, I was so blind to things around me that I, you know, toxic people that I didn't even realize were toxic. Uh, I, I feel like my eyes are open and I, and I can see those things now um, and now have the strength to separate myself from them. I am able to communicate better. I'm able to sort through my feelings and, and thoughts better. Um, you know, I made, I, I made some pretty bad decisions, stupid decisions when I was drinking. And now I feel confident in the decisions I make because I know they're not skewed. Uh, my marriage is the, I, I couldn't, my marriage is in the most amazing place it could ever be in. I've married my best friend. He's been very supportive of, uh, me not drinking. And, uh, I, you know, I'm probably the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I'm a better influence on my children. I'm a way better mom. You know, my kids watched me sit on the front porch and crush, you know, a magnum of wine and smoke a pack of cigarettes. And that's what they were watching me do. And uh, I hate, I hate that they saw that for as many years as they did. And but now, you know, they, they don't even heart, I'm sure they remember, they don't talk about or hardly remember that mom, because now I'm the CrossFit mom. And now my kids are going to CrossFit with me, they're doing CrossFit, they're working out, they're, you know, questioning what they're eating, you know, going, well, you know, and not questioning in an unhealthy way, but you know, wanting to make sure that they get the right amount of protein and vegetables and, and not overdo the sugar <clears throat> and drink plenty of water, you know, and my kids say things like, well, my mom does CrossFit or my mom owns CrossFit channel. You know, my mom does this. And I'm not hearing, when are you going to quit smoking? When are you going to quit drinking? That's what I used to hear, you know, and I always make it excuses and I'm not giving my kids excuses anymore. I am showing them how to live and uh, I'm breaking the cycle. You know, I mean, I have wonderful parents, but I did grow up, you know, in the eighties, everybody drank and smoked. If that's, you know, what you did. And if you had a rough day at work, you come home and crack open a beer and light a cigarette and that's normal. And that is, that was normal back then. And so I feel more like I'm breaking that cycle. I'm a better influence for my kids and, uh, and, and inspiration for other people. You know, when I quit drinking, you know, I, I was embarrassed to even admit that I was an alcoholic. Those close to me already knew I was one. But aside from that, I was able to hide it. And uh, when I came out, about it, I can't tell you how many people reached out to me through my, my inbox going, well, how'd you do it? And, you know, I, I realized that I, I'm me quitting and then also changing my life and being open about it has inspired other people. And so 
it just everything has been I'm, I'm not even the same person I was a year and a half ago, two years ago, not even close to the same person. I see things so much clearer and I love with my whole heart and I'm not chained. Every decision I made before I made around drinking and smoking. I was a closet smoker. I was embarrassed to be a smoker and it's not cool to smoke at this day and age. And I know what it does my skin and I'm very vain, you know, and it smells terrible. And so, you know, friends would invite me out and I wouldn't go because I knew that I would never drink and drive. So if I knew we were going out and there was going to be alcohol involved, I wouldn't go because I wouldn't drink and drive. And I'm not going to just have one drink because what's the point of that, right? (laughs) So I thought, because they're all incapable of having one drink, that's just enough to piss you off. Uh, so I flaked on friends all the time. I, I didn't go out or I would go out, but then I'd disappear because I'd go out and smoke somewhere. And if I went somewhere that there was no smoking at all. I just went go. Like my whole life was surrounded around whether I could drink or smoke and how much I could drink. You know, it was surrounded by that. All my decisions I made. That's terrible. It's literally chain chains. I was chained to my addictions. And so now I I get to live this free life. And uh, I'm like a dumbass. Why did it take so long? But if I, you know, if my experience can help change anybody else's, then I guess that's what it's all about. And that is so exciting. And I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy that you're in my life and in the life of our other members. So thank you so much. So just so people know um, if they're in the area, because, you know, CrossFit gyms are like local gyms. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not really online yet, right? I don't think we're online. So <laughs> So, yeah. So just uh, talk about CrossFit Lanier, where it's located. Um, anything you want to talk about as far as people being members, anything you want to encourage people to do? Yeah. So CrossFit Lanier is in uh, North Forsyth, coming Georgia, uh, right off 400 on 369. We um, service uh, really North Forsyth, uh, South Dawson, and in some Gainesville as well. So my members live, you know, right around there. And um, we have classes. We have a 6 a.m., an 8.30 a.m., a 12 o'clock class, uh, and then 4, 5, 6, and 7. So there's, you know, times for everybody to come in and work out. And then we also have um, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and at 10 a.m. Saturdays are community-wide, so anybody can come in on a Saturday and try it out. We don't do the Olympic lifts on Saturdays. We do movements that anyone can do. Um, they're more cardio driven and community driven. Um, so we encourage people to come in and try it out on a Saturday. Uh, and if people don't have any experience with weightlifting CrossFit or anything like that, we do offer fundamentals. It's a uh, five hours. If you need more, we can add more. If you need less, we can cut it short, but, um, it's five hours, not at once, but like, you know, one a day. Uh, And during that hour, we teach you all the, you know, proper form and uh, of each movement and also all the lingo because there's a lot of acronyms and things in CrossFit. And everybody's, what's this WAD thing? What's an AMRAP? You know, 
So when you do step into the classes, you, you know what you're doing. Um, and then again, we have some really phenomenal coaches at, at the gym who, you know, are definitely there to support and help new athletes as, you know, they learn their journey of CrossFit. Um, and so, and then on Sundays, we have open gym from 10 to 12. You can come in and that's usually when we just come in and lift. A lot of us just like to sling weights because nothing makes you feel more like a badass than dropping 250 pounds. Mm -hmm. It just, um, so, uh, yeah. And our member, uh, ships run 150. Um, so that you get personal training basically for $150 a month. And we do offer discounts to uh, teachers and uh, uh, first responders. And so that drops it down to 135 a month. And we have a couple discounts as well. So if you and your spouse both want to join, we have discounts for you and your spouse. And we also have discounts if you want to pay for like a three months, six months, a year up front. Um, and then we also have a couple programs as well for teens and kids. Uh, so we have CrossFit kids, we have CrossFit teens, and currently I'm running a program where I have the Lady Bulldogs. They're a North Forsyth 13-year-old um, traveling softball league, and it's their off-season. So uh, I'm doing off-season conditioning for this girls' team. And uh, so I made a special program for this team uh, to fit around their schedule, and uh, we can continue to do that for you know, baseball, softball, football, any teams out there that would like some off-season training just to build uh, strength and agility, uh, we specialize in that as well. Awesome. So just a personal question. What gives you the most happiness and fulfillment in your life at this point? Um, doing for others. Just walking into the gym and my members... <laughs> going, man, that was a great workout or, oh, I really like, you know, the changes you made around here. Oh, you know, just, uh, you know, my love language is I love to give, I love to serve. I love to do things for others. And so when I walk in the gym and my members are happy with, you know, their own performance or what's happening with them or what's going on in the gym, you know, other people's happiness gives me an immense amount of joy. So, because unfortunately, if I hear somebody complain or, you know, not like something, I can hear a thousand like out of boys and then one, that one like complaint will crush me, you know, which obviously that's something I'm working on because it shouldn't be that way. But I'm just such a people pleaser and I want people to be happy. So, so far with, I'm only on the gym now, I'm going into month three. And so far, I've been getting a lot of really great feedback. And we had a nutrition challenge, as you know, and a lot of the members did really well, lost, lost fat, gained muscle, which is what we look for in CrossFit. So um, just other people's happiness and progressions. That, that's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and for sharing your story and for being my coach. <laughs> so I have one last question before we complete. What is your best advice on living an incredible, amazing life? My best advice, living an amazing, incredible life. Believe in yourself. And I know, 
you know, just for someone to say, believe in yourself of like, oh yeah, it's like saying, okay, go over here and, and lift this amount of weight. It doesn't just happen. You don't just, okay, I'm going to believe in myself. You have like anything else you have to practice. Um, you, you have to practice, you know, you have to walk in the door and go, okay, I, I'm, I'm this, I'm going to be this. I'm going to do this. Even if you don't feel that way on the inside, you know, you got to project it. You have to do it. You know, I remember walking into, um, I'm from Morrow. I went to Clayton. Uh, I'm from Clayton County. I went to Morrow high school and we moved to Forsyth County in 1997. And I, I was severely bullied and, and picked on in school. Um, and I was tired of being bullied. And so when we moved to Forsyth County, I remember walking in that school and I, I, you know, I was 17 years old and I didn't want to be bullied anymore. So I put up this persona, you know, people from Forsyth County, you know, I went to school with see this or hear this. They're going to be like, what? Because I, I put up this, like, don't mess with me. I'm a badass persona because I didn't want to be messed with. I didn't want people bullying me and push me around like they did. So I, I faked it and, and it worked. People, you know, they thought I was a badass and I joined the soccer team and I, you know, and people, you know, respected me, left me alone. They didn't pick on me. And eventually I started believing it. I started believing that I was a badass. And then I started, I got way better at soccer. I was terrible at Morrow. And then I get to North Forsyth and I was a starter. So that whole mentality of me just like pretending I was, you know, tough and strong. Well, thinking inside that I was actually weak. The truth is I was tough and strong. I just didn't believe it. So when I faked it, I ended up believing I was, and that person that I was pretending to be or wanted to be, I became, I just didn't realize that's what I was doing. And so if you want to be a certain person or be a certain way, even though you don't believe it, do it, be that person. Eventually you will believe eventually your inside, your heart, how you feel will catch up with what you're doing. Does that make any sense? Oh, it makes so much sense. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. Absolutely. We'll talk to you again very soon. Yeah, I'll see you at the gym. Yeah. All right. Well.